We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Now recording. And we're recording. (laughs) Uh, Hey everybody, welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Um, Tonight we're going to be playing Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. I am Ryan, and I'm going to be the handler for tonight's little operation. Uh, So why don't we go around and you guys can introduce yourself. I'm Meyer, and I'm playing Philip Garnett. Who is a scientist, works for the FBI and forensics, and he hates Dimitri and his shitty, stupid JFK conspiracy theories. Excellent. Um, All right, so moving on, uh, how about not James? Hello, everybody. I am not James. Uh, I will be taking the role of James's character this evening with by playing Dr. Benjamin P. LaHooser. He is uh, thrice divorced. Oh, uh, wait, no. Are you no, doing twice construction divorced. work? Hmm? Sorry. I, it sounded like Chris is doing construction work. Oh, sorry, I was straightening out my character sheet. Uh, I didn't realize you could sorry. even hear it, let alone that it would be that loud. Sorry. Chris was Chris was straightening out his character sheet by building it a plywood frame. Yeah, why? How do you uh, get it? That's how I it? do it. Yeah. I just slam it between two giant textbooks until it start, decides to stay flat. All right, so... uh I, I'm not James. I'm playing uh, Be- Dr. Benjamin P. LeHooser. Uh He has two ex-wives and a current future ex-wife. Uh, and he's joining the crew to help them discover why um, this building has more floors than it's supposed to. And he's slightly perturbed by that. When I say slightly, he's really perturbed by that. All right, and then we have uh, Mr. Akos. Uh, I am Mr. Akos, and I will be playing Dr. Melinda Crabtree. She is a uh, FBI, um, what do I say, occult analyst. She specializes in fringe religions and dangerous cults for the FBI. And she is here because there was occult stuff in the place where we're investigating. Because it's Delta Green. There's always occult stuff. Yeah. So much occult stuff. Uh, And last but not least, uh, we have Mr. Cristobal. All right. Uh, My character's name is Hal Eckert. Uh, He's a U.S. Marshal and amateur boxer. And let's see. I've got some distinguishing features I can read off for you guys. He's got a mean right hook. He can take a punch, and he's charming. And I believe that's all I got for you. 
Also, not James. How much do you look like James? Oh, the resemblance is uncanny. Okay. I mean, listening to your voice, you'd never, you'd never know the difference. As I said, as I said before, I strongly suspect that your name is a lie. Are you just James with a mustache? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just like Zark Muckerberg. <laughs> no. There's somebody 3D printed uh, uh, MS Paint mustache for me to wear. Excellent. Wow. Um, all right. So, what do you guys remember from last time? Uh, None of the crazy stuff happened during the day. Chris and Acox yeah. just spoke at the same time, and yeah, I was waiting for him to speak again. I, I was saying the the building was not as weird as it should have been. Uh, I said basically, basically the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but you guys did learn some weird and disturbing things about the building's history and its architect. Um, yes, the architects uh, named, I wrote it down, Aza Darabadi. Darabandi. Uh, was featured in a bunch of books. Uh, he was originally, quote, the Picasso of architecture, but then he had a religious uh, awakening, came to New York, built nine buildings in New York City, uh, and then he disappeared in 1950, and it turned out he maybe murdered a bunch of children. Uh, and he was living in a hotel that was across from Madison Square Park, but then the hotel, the hotel Broad Broadalion, Broadalion, uh, Broadaline, um, whatever. Broad, Broad, Broad Albin. Broad Al. Oh, that is yep. Oh, that's that's not an L and an O. That's a B. Hotel Broad Albin, uh, which is no longer there. Um, but maybe it is at night. So we're thinking maybe we should go back there at night and see if the hotel exists. That's what we learned about him. He is not a nice person. Well, maybe. I guess it. Yeah, I guess it depends on your opinion about murdering children. Well, you said yeah. he yeah. might have murdered children. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, there there were allegations, but nothing proven. Well, I'm pretty sure he left the. They found the body of a dead girl at his house. Of uh, Isabel Sauer. That doesn't mean he did it. I mean, I guess that's true. Someone could have been setting him up the bomb. Um, just something else to remind you guys of. Uh, you all had terrible nightmares um, in which you, from which you awoke with the urge to uh, share the weird occult sign that you had found um, in Abigail Wright's apartment. Um, Philip... Uh, spent most of his time scouring the apartment and found uh, a, a couple of other clues, maybe? Items of interest? You, you guys really aren't sure. Um, Hal and Melinda made made like a little map of the building um, and found out pretty much that, as you guys said, it's not as weird uh, during, the, during the day hours. Uh, you, you presume since the map that you found in Abigail's apartment indicates something about it being night floors. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else pertinent that you guys learned. 
Um, oh, right. Uh, ben went to the uh, New York City Hall and uh, got a copy of the building's blueprints um, and learned a little bit more about the history of it. Uh, it was originally um, built as a as a, a brownstone mansion for a family called Lundin. Um, they they sold it in the sixties uh, to a company called the Star Corporation, and they in turn sold it to the um, art collective known as uh, Art Life that currently maintains it uh, and places uh, artists in the building. Um, so I'll say that, um, at this point, and, and it's Philip probably... saw a demon, maybe. Yeah, Philip maybe saw a, a demon, um, the demon person. He seemed like a cool guy, with a snake. Yeah, he had a, he had oh, a snake. Oh, that guy, okay. Yep. Looked like a hobo. Once you said um, snake, I remembered. Um, so you, we'll say at this point, uh, it's, it's probably later in the day of day two, um, of Operation Alice. Um, you guys have, you know, uh, walked the building, done your, done your reconnoitering, um, made your, made your searches for the day, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, Getting dark soonish, uh, but but not just yet. Um, you do hear back from Agent Marcus uh, via the encrypted email that you that you sent him. Um, he he says that uh, he uh, he heard back from from Acel. They have no additional resources to commit at this time. Um, so you guys are it. Um, further instructions, you guys are to, uh, identify the source of the unnatural corruption and remove it, if at all possible. Um, take whatever, take whatever steps you feel are necessary. Uh, Marcus tells you that, that he is able to help in a limited way. Uh, if you, if you have any, any requests for, um, equipment or information, he can probably handle those, but they, they can't get you any additional support. I'll, I'll, I'll be the one to say it. Fire's usually real good at getting rid of, uh, things that cause problems. Just saying. We're also dealing with interdimensional doorways, so we might need to burn down the interdimensional doorway. Not just, just burn it down at night. I'm okay with burning down multiple dimensions. Okay. Well, uh, so if we're going to wait for night to check out the night floors, I guess, do we want to catalog a little bit more before... The sunsets, or is it already nighttime? Um, I, I think probably um, those of you who who were not already searching could could get in an additional search roll. All right.
Well, I oh, rolled wow. a hundred, which is a crit failure. Crit success. I don't remember. A uh, hundred is always a crit failure. Okay, well, there you go. Because 99 is always a crit failure, too. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I've got a crit failure. Let's see. I got a 19, if that helps. Out of 41. Um, okay, so, Melinda, uh, make me a sand check. Uh, is it for helplessness? Uh, unnatural. Oh, okay, because I'm adapted to helplessness now. That, nope, that's a fail. 94 out of, whatever, 59. Okay, um, you're, you're searching, cataloging items, pulling them down, um, from, from the wall. Um, when you, when you hear, um, so, also, you, you lose one, sand, first of all. Uh, you're, you're cataloging things, uh, bagging and tagging them, adding them to the manifest, and, um, you hear, you hear, like, the sound of muffled crying, uh, through, through the wall. It sounds like someone is really, uh, really upset, uh, deeply, profoundly hurt. Um, they, they are just moaning and crying, and, and you can hear the, you know, the hitching of their breath. Uh, through through the wall, and you you kind of like lean your lean your head up against it to uh, to get a better a better listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 it. Oh, is it an interior wall or an, an exterior wall? Uh, you can you can probably look at the blueprints that. Uh, Ben brought back and and figure it out. Sure. What what's the what's the room on the other side of the wall? Uh, it's it's an air shaft. It's void space, so no one should uh, be in there. Okay. Uh, so make me another sand check. Well, wait, I had to make a sand check because I heard someone crying. That okay? Nope. You didn't have to make a sand check because you heard someone crying. You heard someone crying because you failed the sand check. Uh okay. That one I make. Okay, so yeah, you don't lose any sand for that. It's it's echoing from upstairs. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Yeah. Um alright, so uh ben, I failed my search roll. Just a regular fail. Alright. You don't you don't find anything of note, um, uh, Hal. Let's see. Yeah. In that case, I'll give you guys um, Ben. You you pull this out of a out of a crevice in the wall. Uh, this one, number seventy-seven. Move. Okay, there we go. 
I had to refresh the page for it to show up. So I found a map of Hotel Brottlebin. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's the hotel I went looking for that doesn't exist. Ah, so there's a X for Ellen. Or I, I think, think that's, that's what it elevator. says. I can't yeah, oh. you should you should you should really recognize those. <laughs> I, I'm really... I really should because most the electricians that label the breakers aren't um, native English speakers, so I've seen elevators spelled in an amazingly different amount of ways, all of them incredibly <laughs> wrong. It's the terrifying and it creature. Leads to the the JL bottle. There's also a WL kind of in the middle there. Maybe it's the west leg of the journey. Right. That would be weird considering it's a hallway going east, or I assume a hallway. It's also interesting that it's an elevator there for, what, one floor? Two floors? And a bunch of dead ends. No, well, I think this is just the basement. Yeah, I think this, this is take the, the elevator yet. to the basements and then go from there. And then we'll pull an Alice in Wonderland and find that JL bottle that says drink me. And then we become yeah. small. And then we walk exactly. through the... Yeah. That's how it works. Curiouser and curiouser. Um... So uh, about this time, uh, you, you guys look outside and you see that all the streetlights have come on and it is uh, it is getting on toward twilight. The sun should be down in probably like half an hour or so. Um, so so what do you want to do? You can you can try to talk to more of the tenants. Um, you can you can try to find out more information. Um Last you last you heard the actual copy of the play that uh, supposedly caused this infestation or infection of reality, whatever it is, um, was was in uh, Miss Van Fitt's apartment. Um, or any other ideas that you guys have? Well, if they want us to find out what the cause of this is, it seems like we should probably get our hands on our on that copy of the play because that seems to be the cause of this. My first thought is to go up to the roof and open the door and just look through and see if it goes to the smokers' lounge or to the roof at this point in time. Yeah, I mean that would be quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you then, want, I'll go just... with you, and then we could stop at that lady's apartment on the way back, because I think she was the floor above us. Which lady? Oh, the one where the um, uh, play is. Yeah, I think it was uh, Michelle's apartment, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, was she, she the one with the tomahawk? Yes, yeah, she was the one with the tomahawk, so I don't want to go back alone. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't go back at all. Maybe someone who hasn't seen her should go. Oh, oh all right. All right, because she I mean, already she already called you a cop and was like ready to hit you with a tomahawk. 
I mean, she didn't hit me with a tomahawk. She she was holding it. Uh, she, she was I, hiding it behind it was, her back. Yes, but she, she didn't hit me with angrily. it. Angrily, she ran she at us door. with it. She, she ran at the door while holding the tomahawk. I I wouldn't say she ran at us with a tomahawk. That that is a certain implication. Anyway, I I agree with your well, point. I understand. So, yes, yeah, so, someone else should go talk to her. I mean, I'll go. I mean, maybe not even talk to her. Maybe I'll just jimmy her lock or something and try and well, sneak just... it and take it. Because if she's hostile towards people... She has a tomahawk. You're going to sneak into her house? That seems silly. Well, also be careful because uh, when I got a look inside her apartment, it seemed to have more rooms than it should have. Oh, perhaps we should try the other apartments now that night has fallen. Yeah, the one that we've checked out with the noose might be a good place to go because we know there's a key there. We know where no one was in there. Yes. So Uh, that would be a good thing to check out. uh, Well, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Eckert, uh, Hal, do you want to... Uh, accompany me back up to that apartment, and then we can check the fire escape and see where it leads. Or perhaps we should check the fire escape first. Yeah, I was going to... Yes, I'll absolutely come with you, but yeah, I think checking the fire escape first is the way to go. And I think if the door opens to the roof, maybe we should postpone checking anything else out for a little while longer. I agree. Wait until the night floors are active. Right. I think we've already got a pretty good handle on what's going on while the night floors aren't active. Yes. Do either of you want to come with us? I mean, you said you couldn't get into some of the doors. I I could probably help you do that. Well, the the empty apartments are locked. I found the key to one of them. Uh, But the others are locked, it seems. So shall we head upstairs? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm good to go. And uh, and and what about you, Philip? I think I'll uh, keep uh, in this room and try to see, you know, process this stuff. All right. Well, good luck. So let's split the party. All right. Um, so the three of you head upstairs. Where are you heading first? Are you going to the empty apartments? The roof first. The roof first. The roof. We want to see if... Because we know something crazy is happening there. And it, and it only happens at night. So if it's not happening yet, the rest of our investigation should wait anyway. Okay. So this is the one thing we can verify that something is different yeah, at night. Right. All right. So since it is uh, sort of late twilight, uh, you head up to the roof and you open the door um, and you you see the roof. Um, there are 
there are a bunch of a bunch of uh, tall buildings in the way, uh, but you can you can see in the sky the sun setting in the west. Um, it's uh, it's getting on toward night. Um, traffic has died down a bit. Um, you, you see, there are some people you know on the street getting ready to go out. Um, seems to be a, a normal evening in Manhattan. So, right, um, the we... first thing I want to try is closing the door and concentrating real hard on the smoker's lounge and opening it again. Okay. Um, make me... Make me a luck check. Call it high or low. <clears throat> uh, low. 18. 18. Um, yeah, you, you close the door, um, and you, you just kind of, you know, think about it for a second. You picture the, the bookcases, the, the fireplace, the chairs, uh, the, the bar, and, and even, even Rourke. Um, and then, uh, all of you notice that you do get the, the faint air, the faint whiff of cigar smoke. And how, when you open the door again, there it is, the, the smoker's lounge. Uh, so everybody make me a sand check from the unnatural. Because this wasn't here just a second yeah. ago. Or was it? 32. Uh, uh, six, less than my current sand. 66 out of 58, so that's a crit fail. Alright, um, so Melinda, <sighs> you, you take all four for that. Um. Alright. Getting real close to that break. Four out of eighty-two. It's out of the current. Yes, right? it's out of your current. Yes. Uh, did Did you pass? Okay. You passed. I passed. Okay, yeah. so uh, you you take none. Um, how you take one because I've because you before. did this. Wow. Oh. All right. Um, this time, however, uh, Rourke is not on the other side. Um, the, uh, the fire is going in the fireplace. Um, nobody, nobody appears to be currently occupying the smoker's lounge. There are okay, a deck of cards on the table? Uh, there is. Do, do we walk in? Do, should we walk in? or should? I, no. I remember last time we couldn't get back out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we should, especially since the only way we got out was with uh, Mr. Rourke, and he doesn't seem to be here right now. Yes, no, I, I agree. I think uh, going in seems to be a, a, a very bad idea. So I'll, uh, I'll close the door, and as I do, I'm going to say the trick seems to be about picturing what's on the other side of the door before you open it. I thought real hard about the smoker's lounge and opened the door, and there it was. I, I suppose that's good. Uh, should we go check on the other room, then? 
Yeah, let's let's check out that room we know has the key. All right. Hopefully, yeah, so... we won't run into anyone doing that. Yes, yes. Uh, well, let's go then, I suppose. Um, all right. So you go down to the other apartment. Uh, you you find the key. I guess you left it above the above the door where you got it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. In that case, uh, you open the door, uh, and all of you make me sand checks again. Uh, this one is violence. Damn it. Um, wow, that's another fail. So I'm good. All right. That's a pass on my end. Nice yep. so, golem does not like me. Sorry, Akos. Uh, so that's another. That's another four. Um, At the breaking point. All right. Uh, it's every fifth. So my sand. I gotta calculate my new breaking point. What's my sand? Uh, wait here. Unless you want to project it. Your total sand. Oh, that's right. I can't. Uh, yes, I'm going to. Let me see. Uh, so I roll. Of course, the one time I don't bring up the rules. Uh, we have to use those rules. Yep. All right. Let me All right. So open up. So while you're read rule book here, while you're looking yeah, up you the rules, going, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll describe what you see. Um, so, so you see. Um, a man uh, wearing um, kind of kind of like a, a burgundy robe. Uh, it looks it looks like it's made of uh, some kind of um, some kind of cheap fabric, uh, like a like a, a nylon or a polyester, uh, the kind of thing that they would dress Star Star Trek characters in in the in the nineteen sixties. He is also wearing a, a mask that is uh, painted painted gold, um, hanging from a noose uh, from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Which apartment is this one? Uh, the noose one. I know, but it just says APT. It doesn't say the. Uh, that's on the blueprint. The apartment uh, yeah. number. Oh, no, it's not on the blueprint. Uh, it's one, two, it's the second, uh, it's the second, the second floor, so it's, uh, it's just empty apartment. On the first floor, rather. Alright, so, uh, the way it works oh. is I roll a d4, and I lose that much willpower, and then I reduce the sand loss by that much. And I take that much off of a bond. So, D4. I got a one. <laughs> cool. Of course. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to do it, because I'm still... That's still going to make me hit my breaking point. So okay. It's not even worth it. And when you hit your breaking point... Um, so, here's the thing. Oh, sorry. I, I have the sand rules right here, so I can find out. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just call it noose apartment. Temporary insanity. Uh, 
that's when you use five or more in a single roll. Um, an ancient whose sand reaches the breaking point gains a disorder. When suffering from a disorder, the mind maladapts to mental trauma with long-term neuroses. A disorder is like a release valve for intolerable stress. Indulging in it helps your agent cope. It's possible to suffer from multiple disorders at the same time. Uh, any disorder is negative in the long term, but some are worse than others. Whatever the source of the disorder, it takes the form of an irrational adaptation to the trauma that produced it. It may manifest a few hours after the trauma, or it might take days, weeks, or months to appear. The player and the handler negotiate the exact nature of your agent's psychological trauma, so it makes sense. If your agent saw his or her partner die in a fire, developing pyrophobia makes sense, while, de while developing erotomania based on the feel of fur is ridiculously unlikely. Uh, and then there's acute disorders. Um... Anytime your agent loses sand, and anytime your agent faces a trigger that pertains directly to his or her disorder, you must make a follow-up sand roll. If that fails, your agent's disorder takes over. If your agent suffers from more than one, the handler decides which comes to the fore. Right. As long as the agent is in the crisis or the presence of the trigger, he or she succumbs to the disorder's internal logic and must act accordingly. Uh, they have sample disorders from unnatural violence and helplessness. Um, so, so what are you thinking for Melinda? Um, well, we can, so I'm adapted to helplessness, but it was the violence that did it. Um, uh, addiction, depression, like, like gyrophobia, fear of loud noises. No intermittent explosive disorder. I just sometimes explode. Um, <laughs> Um, we could we could go with some kind paranoia, of paranoia PTSD. We could go with some kind of addiction or paranoia. Um, you have a sleep disorder. Um, so I guess it, I guess it would depend on was it was it the violence or the helplessness that did me in 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 your I mean it was the violence that tipped it. Um, but, yeah, see, seeing that, seeing that body, um, I mean, you, you've kind of adapted yourself to the helplessness though. So you, you know, you, you lost. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't be that. Right. You came to, you came to terms with that, but the violence. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking probably, probably an addiction. Um, maybe, uh, so addictions are a reliance on a harmful habit or substance to get one through the stress of life. However, However much stress and harm the addiction causes, a part of your agent needs the relief it offers, even knowing that it might ruin relationships and even kill him or her in the end. Addiction can be low-key and manageable, but when things go bad, your agent will do irrational, unreasonable, self-destructive things to feed it. If he or she goes a day without feeding the addiction, you suffer a minus 20 penalty to every test until he or she gives into it. Um, hmm. What do you think? What am I... Maybe I'm really craving a cigarette right now. Yeah, that that works. Um, you, just to just to calm uh, just to calm the nerves. Right. You you haven't you haven't smoked in years. Uh, you you managed to quit, uh, and suddenly you just you just get the urge. It comes up, and um, you really want to stop by the nearest convenience store and and pick up a pack and light up. Oh yeah. That smoker always smokes when his chips are down. <laughs> Your chips are way down. 
yeah, so uh, you guys open the door and you you see you know there's there's that body there, just swinging. So what do you do? Uh, uh, close the door and be like, oh, let's move on to the next one." So he, I have a I have another rules question for you, Ryan. I'll leave it to your uh, estimation. So when I when I became adapted to helplessness, it permanently lowered my power. Mm-hmm. But it didn't lower. It didn't say anything about lowering my sand. And so every breaking point is one fifth of your sand. Uh-huh. So if I use my new POW, do you want to just make it that I now have more breaking points because my sand? So I had. Thir- I had 12, I think, was my POW. Okay. And now it's nine. So my breaking point was 50. Oh, it was 13. So my breaking point was 52. Now my breaking. So either I keep reducing it by a fifth, so it'd be 13, another 13 off, or do I reduce it by nine and now I have more breaking points because I'm adapted to helplessness and my psyche is broken? Um, I would I would say. Let, let's uh, let's keep it with the original thirteen. Um, okay. Just because it didn't say to recalculate your sand, and your breaking points are your sand over five, not your not your pal, right? So, uh, since that's yeah. since that's derivative of a derivative stat, we'll we'll keep it um, true. We'll keep yeah. it okay. based on the original. Cool. All right. Um, well, meanwhile, while you, yeah, while you, while you guys think about that one, uh, Philip, you are alone in the apartment for, um, a a couple of minutes. Uh, go ahead and make me a sand check because you've been, you've been here all day. All right. All right. All right. Stop yelling at me. I passed. Okay. 16. Um, in that case, this this place is really weird. It's starting to get to you, but uh, nothing nothing really overtly unsettling happens. Um, you're you're continuing to to catalog and uh, and pull things off the walls. That's what I do, okay. baby. Uh, so go ahead and make me that search roll. Okay. Also, I, I give a kiss to each and everything I pull off the wall. It's my special uh, little like uh, thank, like trademark. Nice. It's a little. There you go. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I think it's, uh, I I failed. Okay. In that case, um, yeah, all all of the stuff that you're you're pulling off the wall, um, you you're you're trying to work your way through the bigger items. Um, like I said, it's it's mostly um, 
there's a lot of um, medical devices and, and assistive equipment. Um, you you are doing your best to to you know pry up the epoxy, um, but you're you're getting you, you find what you think is um, part of a part of a leg brace, um, and and it just comes apart in in like four or five pieces that you have to pry off individually. It's, it's very slow going and laborious. Um, okay. Well, again, I give it, I give each one a kiss. Right. Um, you, you hear a noise in the hallway, uh, in the hallway outside. Oh. All right. I will, uh, sneak up. I'll go up to the door and try to hear what if I see okay. or something. Um, go ahead, give me um, sneak or stealth. Okay. Forget okay. which one of those is the skill. Oh. Well, I have neither of them, so. Uh, um, you can you can make me dex times five in that case. Okay. Can't sneak. I got nothing. Let's see. That's a, that's a fail. All right, uh, so sixty nine though. Uh, so you you cross the room and surprise surprise you guys have been prying junk off the walls all day. The floor is getting kind of crowded. Yeah. Uh, you you trip over something and uh, you hear footsteps that are that are going by in the hall. Um, uh huh. You you hear them stop. Whoever it was heard you, and and uh, someone someone from the hallway says hello. Uh, I'll say, hey there. How's it going? Uh, f- fine. Are you are you in Abby's place? Yes, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go to the All door right. and open it. Um, it is it is the guy who led them up to the uh, the smoking lounge the the night before, uh, Thomas Manuel. Uh, he he says he says, "Oh, um, are, are you are you okay? You you need anything or?" Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm just uh, just cataloging the stuff that's on her walls, trying to investigate and see if I can find Abby. Uh, I mean, I mean, I told you where she went. She she lives up on six now with the with the salesman, the encyclopedia salesman. If you're if you're looking, if you're oh, looking yeah. for her, you really got to go upstairs. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. You know that it's it's. I mean, you know it's weird, right? This building. I mean it. It's been it's been kind of a crazy couple of months, sure. But uh, you know, I, I can't yeah. say, I can't say I've noticed anything out of the ordinary. Um. Like the floors that don't exist i mean they exist just not all the time 
just not always where we can see them. Uh, okay, yeah. That's true. Okay. That's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so uh, where are you going? Oh, Wait, I'm, what are you doing tonight? I'm Have going down plans? to the basement uh, to work on my masterpiece. <laughs> it's not... It's not. It's ah, not really a masterpiece. Okay. I'm just. I'm just joshing it. It's. It's. I, I. I call it my great work. I've been. I've been putting a lot of. A lot of hours into it. That's. That's yeah. cool. Um, uh, you think I can see it? Maybe. Oh yeah, sure. If you want, uh, come on downstairs. Yeah, yeah. I like art. Okay, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll check out some of your art, man. Mr. Cool. Mr. Castain gave me my own space in the basement. He's he's a really great guy. Um, a little a, a yes, little weird. Cool. Oh, you you met him? He usually he usually doesn't come. Uh, I, I've heard. He usually doesn't come down from downstairs from upstairs. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've ever met him, but you know, from uh, what I hear, you know, he he gave you your own place downstairs. It's pretty cool. What's space? Seems nice. Yeah, he's he's a he's a pretty nice guy. A little a little reclusive, reclusive, and uh, you know, kind of kind of tetchy about uh, his his old family history. But uh, you know, nice enough, nice enough guy, nice enough oh. guy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, come come on down to the basement with me. I'll I'll show you. Yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. Let me just I'll lock it up. I'll lock the door. All right. Um. So uh, maybe it looks like something during the nighttime because <laughs> we went there. We went there during uh, the day. Yeah, right? uh, Hal went down there. Yeah, and it's only it's, it was nothing, right? It, it, was, a it was a blank, uh, <laughs> a blank piece of paper. All right, he's, maybe it's something it, during the. He's making it with night, night paint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So he leads you downstairs. Um, again, like I said, uh, it's a, it's a big, it's a big open space, uh, in the basement. There are a bunch of storage units, like, um, separated by, by chain link, um, you know, filled with people's stuff that they don't need access to all the time. Uh, there's a washer dryer, um, and, uh, Manuel leads you down to, uh, the area that he has set up as his little studio. Um, he's got, he's got one painting, um, that is um has a has a prominent place uh he, he says well uh this is this is it this is this is my my great work i've been i've been really pouring myself into this thing um Uh, what's it look like? It is, well, first of all, first of all, make me a sand check. Yeah. 
Okay. I passed. Um, so it it seems to be that the canvas isn't blank. He's he's painted it in uh-huh. deep um, blues and purples and greens that are kind of bordering on black. Um, and you see, you uh. see within it, uh, almost as if they were, almost as if they were moving, uh, shapes of shadows, uh, hands and, and mouths and faces and figures. Um, they, they all seem to meld into each other. Once one, once one forms, it is instantly supplanted by something else. Um, and you think you catch sight of, of something else move in the shadows, um, just, just beyond the light, um, almost as if the, whatever was in the painting is, is spreading. Um, and, and then you just kind of, you just kind of shake it off because that, that can't be, that can't be real. Whoa, whoa, uh That's crazy. Yeah, um I'm it, it's an experiment in, in shadow. Um I, I've really been I've really been trying to play with it, you know, these last couple of nights. Um I, I think I've almost got it. Um Yeah, I think I think so too. Uh so what what inspired you to paint that? Um well, you know, I, I think it might just be a factor of, of being down here in the dark, working late at night. Yeah. You know, you, you, you think you you think you see things, um and, and really living here, like I said before, uh things that you, you really can't you can't see all the time, but you know they're there. So I guess I was I guess I was riffing on that motif just a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool, man. It's definitely cool. Well, uh, thanks for showing me it. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, yeah. Uh <clears throat> um You know, it's like when you look at something it's kind of speechless. That's kind of what it, it kind of uh does oh, to well, did to me. I've never seen something quite like it and Thanks, man. I, I really, I really appreciate it's really it. Really good, it's, though. You know, kind, kind words. Um, I mean, it's 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 not finished yet. I'm I'm still, I'm still working on really making it real, if you know what I mean. I and, and like I said, I I think I I think I've almost got it. Yeah, man. Keep keep it keep uh keep on trucking, man. Uh, Doing he, good, man. He gives you a thumbs up. He gives you a thumbs I'm a up. Fan. Uh make me an alertness roll real quick. Oh boy. And let's see. It's my alertness at. Okay. Well, let's see what I oh. uh, six, uh okay. thirty out of forty two. Uh in that case make <laughs> never compliment an artist. Don't uh in that right. case make me another sand check. Uh because you see Remember, God. remember that clown you saw in Washington Square Park the other day. 
Nobody else seemed to notice yeah. it. He's he's painted it. He's painted it exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a, that's a fail. In that case, uh, hang on. Uh, so you you lose three. Three. Um. Um. That is natural. From the unnatural, yeah. Um. Oh. That that moment, that that weird reverie that came over the entire park, uh, just comes back at you all of a sudden, and uh, all of the sound seems to drain out of the world um, as as you you catch sight of this painting and then just turn to face it, um, and you think you could almost you could almost see it start oh, to move, tracing that strange sigil. Uh, in the in the air uh, as it as it dances, um, and then uh, you feel you feel a hand on your shoulder, and uh, Manuel says, a- "Anyway, thanks for coming down, but I I really got to get to work." Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I'll 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 leave you to it. Thanks again. Have a good one. And, uh, if you, thanks, man, and, and, you know, if you have, uh, if you see Abby or, you know, the, anybody or the, the salesman, uh, I don't know, send him, uh, you know, my way and I, maybe I can All try right. to talk to them. Uh, salesman I've seen around, but uh, Abby doesn't really come down from upstairs anymore. So. Yeah. Okay. So where's, like, uh, where's the salesman um, usually at then? I, I couldn't really say, uh. You know, it's it's really it's it's really where, hard to catch up him? with him. Sometimes, Always sometimes fast. I see him in mirrors and and out of the corner of my eye. He's he's oh he's he's one of those guys. Ah. He's, he's kind of enigmatic. Okay, likes to likes to keep away from people. I, I'm surprised Abby yeah. caught up with him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's smart, right? So she she, she definitely out, did. Okay, well, thanks, man. Uh, have a good one. All right. He he um, goes into the goes into the little storage unit and um, you know unrolls a, a roll of paintbrushes um, and and starts starts mixing more shadows. I'll go back into uh, Abby's room, I guess. Um, all right. Uh, so, so you you head back upstairs, kind of in a daze, still thinking about that dancing clown and the the strange the strange music that yeah, you heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yep. we'll cut back to uh, Ben, Melinda, and Hal. Uh, so, yeah, you guys open apartment, uh, body dangling from a noose. So, what do you want to do? Uh, Melinda just... Well, obviously we have to report this. Melinda says... This seems like another situation where if we go in, we might not be able to get out. Melinda just runs off, runs downstairs. All right. Uh, 
Melinda Melinda runs out the front door uh. of the apartment, takes a few deep breaths, and then runs over to the, the nearest bodega. Which, I mean, it's New York City, so that's not very far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you find uh, you find one down at the corner. Um, yep. <clears throat> buys, buys a pack of cigarettes and a lighter, and then goes outside and tears off the plastic, pulls them out, and tries to tries to light it with really like has to flick the lighter quite a few times because her hands are shaking. She's like shit, shit, shit. And finally gets it and just takes a real long drag off the cigarette. Um, eventually, after a couple of puffs, the panic kind of subsides, um, and you you haven't smoked in a while, so your your eyes kind of tear up, um, and and. You you get that kind of uh you 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 cough on it because the smoke is really rough, um, and as you you look you look back over toward the building, you think you see through your you know uh, tear smeared uh, vision, uh, the the McAllister building just goes up and up and up and up and up, uh, but then you you kind of rub your face and back to normal. Right. Uh, it was it was just the the tears. It was like just you know, distorting it because I was looking at it. Weird. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what Melinda's doing. All right. Uh, how about how about Hal and Ben? Um, should we go after her? Well, I'm I'm I don't, I'm not entirely sure what to do here because um i don't know if this is a suicide or a murder if we should report this to police have them come and investigate or if we should investigate because we're technically on the fbi dime um she obviously just had a bit of a panic attack and didn't know how to cope with this i'm not entirely sure how to cope with this really i i well I'm afraid if we go in there, we might not be able to get back out. All right. What if one person goes in, the other person stands here with the door open and doesn't let it close? Uh, I suppose that could work. Um, I guess I could go and investigate. That is sort of my job. All right, so Hal, if you want to make me, um, is there a search skill in DG? I forget. Yeah, search. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. There's search, there's forensics, there's, um, yeah, those things. And I got a 69. Nice. Out of 70. Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, That's good, right? The closer it is, the better? Yeah. Or is that... You're supposed okay. to say nice, Ryan. He said 69. I did. Nice. Um, in that case, you find this on the body. Uh, number 192. Encounter group. 
masks provided. All right. Well, this guy definitely got his answers. What do you call the thing where the, the first letter of words spells out another thing? An acronym? No. Like, well, it's, uh, if you look at the thing written on the side of the pamphlet, it's spelled the, the first letter. king comes. Yep. Yeah. I see it now. And that's the yellow and sign. that's a symbol above, above it. it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd recognize the symbol. Dorchester as in Dorchester, England? Uh, you don't know. I'm also not there, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I double don't know. Um, St. Jude's Church. Nope, just Jude, no S. Oh, it looks like... Are there more of these in the picture? It looks like there's like three of them. Um, or is it a little pamphlet? Or? It's 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 like a it's like a pamphlet. Um, or really, it's a it's a flyer. Excuse me. Um, Jesus, Ryan, get it right. So it looks like he just had a couple of the same flyer. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm glad it says no cost, and I'm glad that they provide the masks. So that's really nice of them. Yeah. Especially at this day and age. All right. Um, how about the rest of the room? Anything else standing out? Um, no. Seems to be an empty apartment. So nothing but the the dead guy. Yep. It's it's weird. Um. It it doesn't even you know you know how you know you might stand on a chair if you're going to commit suicide by hanging and then you you know knock the chair out. There's there's not even yeah. a, there's not even a chair or a table or anything that he could have stood on to to kill himself by hanging himself. He's he's just sort of dangling. Obviously, he stood and on he's, a block of ice up high enough that he would have he would have had to right. Try again. He's high up enough that he would have had to stand on something to get as high as he is? Yep. Uh, so, Chris and I were in the room before. Uh, other than the, you know, the dead guy, is there anything else different about the room? Uh, not that you not that you've noticed, no. Okay. There is a uh, dead guy in a mask. Wait, was he wearing, was he wearing a, a mask? mask? Yeah, he is. He's wearing a mask that's it, it's very obviously made of cardboard and it's spray painted gold. Like a full face mask? Yep. I'm going to regret this, but uh, what's under the mask? Um, you... hope your answer is a face. No, yeah, <laughs> it, there, there, is, there is a face under there. Um, you do not recognize the man. 
Um, so I'm going to imagine that has a investigator. I probably have a camera, right? Make me a luck check. I mean, I came to investigate a thingy. Seems like it's standard, but all right. I mean, I feel like if we're cataloging all that stuff, we would probably have cameras so we could take pictures of. Oh yeah, um, you do. You do have. You do have cameras uh, in the apartment, but did you bring one? Uh, okay, so I'll roll my luck. And well, you see. know what? Don't don't worry about it because you can if you if you fail, you can just walk downstairs and get it. So. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So you've got so a camera. The whole time I've been in here, I could see. I could see James with the door open, right? Uh, yep. All right, well, I'll take some pictures, and uh, then I'll walk back through the door and close it behind me, and, uh... Oh, damn it, what's James' name? i got to write these down. Too many windows. James is Benjamin. Oh, Doc B, that's right. That would be me, Dr. B. So, uh, Doc, I, I don't think he did that to himself. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I, I meant to ask one more question. What was the rope hanging from? Um, there was, there was like, a, a fixture on the ceiling that it was tied to. Okay, so it wasn't, like, over something. He tied, or someone tied it and hung him from that. Yep. It wasn't, like, a pulley or... Okay. So, uh, to answer your question before, Doc, I, I do believe that that was a murder, because I don't know how he could have done that without, say, jumping off a table or a chair or something, which, unless someone came in and moved it afterwards, there isn't one. So he's definitely not been alone, at least. I'm telling you, he stood on a big block of ice, and, and it melted, and then it evaporated. Yeah, oh, or it was the ice. It's a very slow suicide. Yeah. Well, I guess he could have jumped off the block of ice, you know, and just died next to it. Yeah. He didn't have to wait for it to melt before he died. Uh, oh, here's another here's another question I probably should have been able to tell by looking at him. Did he die because his neck broke or because he strangled to death? Um, make me retroactive forensics. Uh, okay. I can do forensics. Tell that. I can too, but let's see. Maybe I'll get lucky. I'm the forensics guy. Yes. One. Yeah. Uh it was it was the trauma of his of his ne- his neck snapping. Okay. All right. Well Doc B, perhaps we should go find um Melinda and make sure she's okay. Oh yes, definitely. Um, uh, she, all right, so, she started slowly making her way back to the building. Uh, she, Melinda stood out front of the bodega until she finished that cigarette, then immediately lit a second one and finished that when she was about halfway back to the building. So as it's 95, so they're still smoking inside. So 
She's on her yeah. third cigarette by the time she gets back to the building and lets herself back in. All right. Um, I'll say I'll say that you run into Phil coming up from the basement when you um, as you because the the basement steps are out front. Um, so he's he's coming up just as you're walking up to the building again. Oh, you have to go outside to get into the basement. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh hello. Oh, hello, I didn't realize that either. Hey, how's it going? I thought you were upstairs. Uh, I, I was. I, uh, I, I, I stepped out to purchase some supplies. Like I, what? Uh, <clears throat> like these cigarettes and this lighter. There's a, there's a corpse oh. upstairs, and it shook me a little bit. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> I was asking a question. So, sorry. It's, uh... <laughs> There's a corpse upstairs. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yep, two corpses and everything's fine. I uh, I think I'm going to go head back to where that hotel is and see if there's anything there. I I need a break from this building. Would you, would you care to come with me? Uh, I mean, we should probably tell the other guys that we're leaving. Well, yes, I, I need to get my purse anyway. So I'll, I'll head back in, and I guess we'll run into the other two. Yeah, the, the you're walking yeah, in. We were heading you're down. walking in just as uh, as they're coming down. Oh, sorry about running off. Did you did you find anything? Well, um, apart from what could be seen through the door, not much else. Uh, the room looked very much the same as it was when we were in there before, except for the. The man who is hanging there. Ah, um, oh, crap. Uh, were we able to tell how long he was hanging there for? I mean, you could kind of tell that from body temp. If he was room temperature. Yeah, or, he, you know. he was cold, so he had been he had been there a while. I'll give that to uh, Hal with his forensics role. Okay, so he's, he's been there for at least a little while. Uh, I'm not expert forensics, but he was cold for sure, and I, I imagine Rigor Mortis had set in. He was cold. Yeah. Uh, I can see that uh, the cause of death was his neck snapping, uh, so it was not a strangulation. And uh, due to the lack of anything else in the room and how high up he was, it had to have been a murder or at least assisted suicide. Someone else was there, either to string him up or to move out whatever he was standing on when he Lovely. was standing. I don't know. Oh, uh, oh, and I found this. I'll show them the flyer. <sighs> um... It's got our symbol on it. Yes, it does. The king um, comes. Wonderful. Melinda, you're from Boston, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a St. Jude Church in Dorchester in Boston. Yeah, in I just the, uh, Dor- I just saw that Dorchester's in Boston. Oh, this is uh, this is from Boston. 
Uh, ah, is that where Dor Dorchester is? One of them. Have I ever been there? Do I know what kind of church it is? Is it Catholic? Is it Protestant? Um, I believe... Hold on. Let me let me search for that. Oh, is it a, is it a real church? Well, this, this refers to something that is uh, much later on in the campaign, so... Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the uh, place that actually describes what what the flyer refers to. Is this, is this thing for real? Okay, there we go. Sorry, drawbacks of uh, okay. having a three hundred plus pa uh, page campaign. Um, And it doesn't say, of course. Uh, apparently, right, it is whatever. a rotating. Ro Saint Jude is a Roman it's Catholic. A, yeah, it's a Saint Jude is a Roman Catholic. Yeah, saint. so okay. so it would so be a it would be a, it would Catholic, be a church. Catholic church. Okay, I said yes. It's a Catholic church in Boston. I can't say I've ever heard of this uh, this group though. This encounter group. I assume Ryan, the Sorry, the stuff that's written Boston. on the on the right side, that's not part of the that's like not printed on. It's written later, yeah, or is that part of like the printing? Okay, it's written in in pen. Okay. Well, uh, I was thinking of rechecking the hotel now that it's night and seeing if there's anything there. Maybe the hotel is another night floor. I that sounds like I fun. Do believe that those rooms we're seeing may be part of the hotel. Very well could be. I believe I believe it was Rourke that mentioned that he lived in a hotel when I when uh, Doc B and I met him in the smokers lounge. Yeah, that's something he did mention. Yeah. Well, uh, there was nothing there when I checked this morning, but there was nothing in that room this morning either, so perhaps there will be something at the hotel site now. That seems like a good idea. Maybe we should uh, all head that way. I, there's a hotel. There's going to be a lot to see. I certainly wouldn't say no.
Um, all right, so you, so you guys are headed over to uh, Madison Square Park? Sure seems like it. Seems like the right idea. Okay. Um, so you all you all head over that way. Um, it is uh, evening in the park, uh, or, or night at this point. Um, it's uh, it's lit up by the sodium street lamps. Uh, there's the um, the infinity flagstaff is also uh, lit up with with spots. Um, you guys uh, wander around the park for it, it takes you maybe maybe you know uh, fifteen twenty minutes to get down there, um, and you you take a take a nice little stroll around the park uh, for for a good half hour forty five minutes um, without without seeing anything too out of the ordinary. Um, everybody, make me an alertness roll. I succeeded. I got a nine. Failed. No. Wait. No, I just failed it. I got an 84 out of 41. And Dr. B. I critically passed. Okay. Um, so... Ben and Philip, uh, after a little while of you guys wandering around, uh, looking at the, you know, um, the outskirts of the park, um, trying to find, uh, I think it was, uh, Melinda, you found the photograph, right? Yes. Uh, trying to find where, you know, where this reflection could possibly have been, have been you know, cast from you know what what the perspective is. Uh, you you find yourself in in kind of a an open courtyard, or a, it, it's not it's not quite an empty lot, but there's um, there's like a there's like a cafe uh, with with tables. Um, you know, patrons drinking drinking wine and and coffee and. Um, there's some there's some light jazz music coming from from inside. Um, Phil, you and Ben both notice that you're being followed. Um, Philip, you only catch you only catch glim- glimpses of it. You know the person, the figure uh, out of out of the corner of your eye. Um, but but someone has been tailing you for the last fifteen or twenty minutes. Um, Ben, you you catch sight of the person um, just as they step into a street light. Um, it is a, a tall figure, uh, very broad-shouldered. Um, the person is dressed in um, a, a trench coat um, and is wearing a gas mask. Um, and the empty lenses of the gas mask, you just, you just lock eyes with it. Um, you see, you see another figure step into the street light and, you know, dress the exactly the same way. The first figure looks back at you and just kind of points 
and the uh, the second figure uh, holds up a pump action shotgun. Um, and then the two of them run off. So, uh, Ben, go ahead and make me that uh, that sanity check. As nobody else in the in the park in the plaza and you know seems to have noticed this at all. Um, I passed, but if if I saw that guy produce a pump shotgun, I would have tried to grab whoever was next to me and take it and like you know duck down. Yeah, well, that's um, a that's a. Or was it? Or did it happen so quick? Or did it happen so quick that I just didn't have time to react? You you can react however you like. Uh, it didn't look like they were pointing the gun at you. You just saw the flash of it, and then uh, the two the two figures were gone. They they ran around an alley. Um, but it definitely seems like. Oh, okay. I thought I thought he was pointing it at me. No, it definitely seems like somebody noticed you, and that person is terrifying and well armed. Um, um, well, um, gentlemen and lady, um, we're being followed by somebody, and they happen to be very well armed. What do you mean? Well armed? How? I just caught glimpse of somebody behind us. Well, two people. One of them has a shotgun. Didn't you say you saw shotgun people upstairs yesterday? Well, we heard shotgun people upstairs yesterday. I saw a shotgun person upstairs yesterday. He was wearing a gas mask. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's that's who's following us. There's two guys with gas masks walking around New York City, just following us around. Well, where'd they go? Uh, I, I, they noticed that I saw them, and they, they uh, ran off in a different direction, but it could be well, anywhere which... at this point. I, I point to where I saw them and which street light and which way they ran. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you go over there. There's there's no one there. Um, the Well, I'm not going over there. The guy's a shotgun. I pointed oh, to I'm where we saw them. There. All right. Uh, so yeah, Hal, Hal, you uh, you head over there. I'm going to draw my pistol as I go over there. Okay. Um, there's there's uh, are, are you you like keeping it on the on the down low, or are you just like pulling your gun and? Well, they were. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of be cautious, but I'm not hiding the gun either. Okay. Um, so yeah, a couple a couple of people uh, catch sight of your piece, um, and there's there's like a you know a, a gasp of surprise, uh, and and a couple of people like recoil. Some people just like turn to see what the hell's going on. Uh, everyone everyone gives you a wide berth. Um, you you round the corner. A lot of people in this park after it's closed, oh. or during the dark. Um, you guys are more like, um, on the, on the street around the park. So there's, there's folks out and about, um, not, I'd, I'd be flashing the badge too. be like, you guys are out after dark, get back to your house. <laughs> um, anyway, you, are, are you just like, um, turning and, and drawing on the alley? You know, you're, you're gonna, um, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean. They ran down an alley. Yeah, yeah. 
I won't, I'm not going to turn and point my gun. They were running away from us. I, I'll, I'll peek around the alley first. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, you, you see that, uh, it is, it is a blind alley. There, there don't, there doesn't seem to be any, any, um, means of egress. Um, two buildings on either side and, and a wall of a building behind it. Um, and, and nobody's there. Okay. Um, do I have a flashlight? Uh, sure. Okay. So I'm going to turn the flashlight on and, you know, shine it all around. And then uh, I guess I'm going to announce that I'm a U.S. Marshal. Come out with your hands up. See if anyone does. Um, something, something rattles, um, and, uh, a cat, um, jumps out of a garbage pail, knocking it over and, and just sort of runs out past you. Does it have its arms up? It does not. Shoot it. Cat. Shoot it. Yeah. Cats don't have arms. They only have three sides. The triangle. Oh, oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird mistake. I don't know why I keep making it. Are there any doors? Um, there are, but they are they are most definitely locked. Uh, they don't they don't open from the outside. They're they're like emergency exits. So someone from inside the building could have let them in, though. It's possible. All right. Well, well they could have had it rigged. Op- uh, they could have left something in the doorway to keep it from closing all the way. Yeah, propped open. Uh, I'm going to tug on all the door handles and see if any of them open up. Not. Are, are there no handles? I suppose. Uh, yeah. No. No handles. Well, I'll, uh, you know, reach under the bottom of the door frame and see if any of them move. Any of them are like the uh, the mechanism is taped closed or open, rather, I suppose, or uh, something like that. Nope. I, th- I guess I would notice if something was propping it open. So tape's really the only way to go. Yeah. Uh, you you check each one. There's only there's only uh, three doors. Uh, none of them none of them move. So is it two doors in one building and one in the other, or is the Two doors in yeah two butt up again. Two doors in one building and and one in the other. Okay. So either there's a door that I can't see because they can see it and I can't, like the one that we saw in the smokers' lounge, or they had an accomplice. Yeah, you, you just gotta get it, man. You gotta get it in order to be able to get in. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna close my eyes and concentrate really hard on there being another door, and then open my eyes and see what's there. Um. Yep. Nothing. That trick does not work okay. here. All right. I guess I'll go back to uh, to the group. Did you find them? No. There. There was no one there. Um. There was no way out either. Uh. That I could see. There were a few doors, but they were all locked. So either 
someone from in the building let them in, or perhaps there's another door that I can't see, like the one Doc B and I saw in the smoker's room. They were behind one of those last time I saw them. How did they get here? Well, what? I I imagine they followed us from the hope uh, from the build from the McAllister building. We haven't been entirely subtle with our investigation or hiding where we're going, so I mean, we would be easy to follow. That's true. Well, it doesn't seem like there's any... You know, uh, before... Continue. You know, I had a conversation with Thomas Manuel uh, when you guys were uh, upstairs, and uh, he uh, brought up that the uh, encyclopedia salesman was... uh, also very hard to uh, catch up to. He was very quick and basically he only saw him like in mirrors and in the corner of his eye so maybe these guys in masks or maybe you know work for him or something like that. Maybe one of them is him. Well isn't he he's always wearing a white suit and carrying some kind of briefcase. I mean he could change his clothes of course. Well, perhaps we should head back to the building? There's still the matter of the play that that woman has. So wait, we we didn't... There's no uh, hotel? Not that you can find, no. Uh, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to do what, what Chris did before. I'm going to go to where the hotel should be. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my eyes and concentrate real hard on there being a hotel there. Okay. Did you see a picture of the hotel? Um, did I? No, I don't think I did. Because it would probably help to focus particularly on that hotel. All right. Wait, did I see it? I was, I saw, well, yeah, I no, I saw. You might have because you said it was, re- you said it was re- renovated. Yeah, no, so I think I did because I saw the, uh, like in the books about all his, his buildings and stuff. Do they have a picture of the hotel in there? I don't remember. Um, they did not. They did not. Well, then I'm just gonna try. I'm still gonna close my eyes and try real hard. All right. And think of the the hotel broad broad album. Um, make me make me a sand check. Oh boy. Oh, sounds like it's working. I'm going to draw a circle and chalk with some signals in it, uh, light one of uh, her cigarettes, uh, say something Latin, and flick the cigarette into the You're center of the circle. You're not John Constantine. Damn it. Well, Ice Golem seems to be slowing down again, so give me a second. need to find a... I'll use my phone. Okay. That's a fail. Okay. Oh, nice um, so lose, lose also one. With a fail. 
Okay. Lose one uh, to the unnatural. Let's see. Um, you, you kind of concentrate for a second. The rest of you, the rest of you see Melinda just kind of go blank. Um, you know, standing, standing out in front of the cafe, she turns and her face just, you know, slackens and she stares off. Um, Melinda, you catch sight of, um, a, a structure that wasn't, wasn't there before um there's a there's a a revolving door that appears to be um broken um a hand-painted sign um of a blushing man with the word bubbles that says pardon our paint hanging above his head uh hung across the uh, uh hung across the broken door um uh a man in um A man in a ridiculous, like red bellhops uniform, uh, looking looking kind of uh, greasy, uh, slick back hair, uh, with a with a pencil thin mustache, um, uh, walks walks over to you. Can I help you, ma'am? Oh, good. Uh, um, good good evening. Is is this the the hotel, Broad Alban? The very same. And, uh, I, I heard that, uh, uh, Aza Darabandi lives here. Is that true? Yes, he does, ma'am. One of the, one of the many bright lights to grace the hotel's halls among, over the years. And is he, is he here now? Of course. Uh, he is in okay. residence. I'm going to I'm going to turn back uh and look at the others and like wave to them. Do we do we see this man nope. approach her? She she's just kind of staring there. Uh, oh, so I don't so they don't see me talking. I'm just like staring off. Nope. It it looks it looks like Melinda has gone away for a moment. Oh, okay. So I guess I don't turn and wave to them. Um, you, you try, uh, but you turn back, you turn back and you see yourself. Oh. Um. We're sorry. All circuits are right. busy right now. Please try your call you're, again you're, later. You're just kind of, uh, you're just kind of there, like, slack-jawed. It looks like you're starting to drool a little bit. Um, one of your eye muscles is twitching. Make me another sand check. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I passed that one. Uh, yeah, de- lose one for that. Oh, 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 oh my, um, 
Do you? I ask the bellhop. Do you see that? I point to me. Oh, of course, ma'am. You're. Uh, you seem to be. You seem to be a bit beside yourself. Is that a joke? That's what they tell me, ma'am. I'm sorry. I sometimes say these things at inappropriate moments. Oh, does he have a name tag? Um, he he does. His name tag says Carlo. Carlo. Okay. Uh, well, um, I'm I'm not sure if I should just leave myself on the street like this. You're uh you're not supposed to be here right now, ma'am. It's uh it's not it's not your time. Wait, what what do you mean? Uh, well, the everything everything here works on a schedule and everyone must meet their their cues, so to speak. And if you if you were to come if you were to come on early as it were, um well, it it would be it would be highly inappropriate. Uh, do do what you want, however. But well, who sets these cues? Who sets the schedule? Well, the author, of course. And and who is the author? I, I would I would like to speak to them. Uh, I I don't know if Mister Lintz is in residence right now. Uh, he he may have stepped out. The author is Mr. Lintz? That's what he said. Uh, and, what's and what's I, Mr. Lintz's first name? Uh, J.C. J.C. or Jesse? J.C. is what he said. You, you don't... Yeah. Do I recognize that name? Not at all. Okay. Um, so, so for the rest of you, um, Melinda's nose is starting to bleed. She's she's just kind of standing there, staring off, and and a drop of blood hits the ground between her feet. Oh, oh my god! Is she having a stroke? Does anyone have first aid? I approach her and put a napkin by her nose. Just so that to prevent her from, you know. I think back in the 90s they had the, you had to pinch the nose and tilt your head back. Although nowadays you're not supposed to do that. But I think in the 90s we believed that. I think that was the, uh, the going wisdom at the time, yes. Um, so, uh, Melinda, you see... Um, you, you you see this um you you turn around and and uh dr b has has run up to you and is is holding your nose and like kind of pin, pinching your head back and and carlo says to you uh well ma'am you're you're welcome to come in if if that's what you really want um but they may have something to say about it 
um, and you see that there are uh, those those two figures in the gas masks that I described before to um, uh-huh. are are in a flat out run taking off across the courtyard at you. Oh, oh my! Um, well, do do you know when my my cue is supposed to be? I'm afraid I don't, ma'am. I just know that you're early right now. Uh, can I? Can I? I'm going to take out a a business card. I'm, I mean, it's the '90s. I have a business card for myself. Sure. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to scrawl the like the the my hotel on the back, uh, and I'm going to say. Uh, please give this to to Mister Mister Darabandi and, and ask him to phone me. Of course, ma'am. He he takes it and Thank gives you, you a small a small bow. Uh, um, I'm going to go over and and touch my body. All right. Um, there's a couple of things. A couple of things happen in very rapid succession. Um, you you turn around and, and walk over and, and just sort of like go over to to tap yourself. Um, the the bellhop walks away, uh, and and the two figures uh, clamber up to you. Um, one of them one of them brings the shotgun to bear um, at. Your head, but not but not your head. It's the it's the other you, uh, and and uh, pumps pumps the action uh, chambers a shell uh, and is just about to pull the trigger when you when you tap yourself uh, and suddenly suddenly you're back and you have this splitting headache uh, and and you can feel uh, blood trickling down your face. Oh oh my oh. Oh god! Uh, she she like touches her nose and sees the blood there, and then immediately pulls out a cigarette and lights it. Uh, I I found the the hotel. Are you sure now's a good time to have a cigarette? Uh, I look around. I assume the the hotel's not there. Oh yeah, no, not at all. I I I, I saw the hotel. It was, it was it was it was right there, but it. I also, I also. It looked more like you were having. Well, I also, I saw my body. I, I was outside of myself. I there was there was a bellhop named Carlo. Uh, I I wanted to go in, but he said it it wasn't it wasn't time. It wasn't my cue, and that the author hadn't written us in yet. And then those those men with the shotgun came. Shotguns. They came. They were they were about to shoot me, and then I I went back into my body he said that uh, he said that uh, Darabandi is, is at the hotel now staying at the hotel and that the author is someone named uh, JC Linz you said I, I wrote L-I-N-D-Z or was it L-I-N-D-T-S was it Linz uh, it's, it's L-I-N-Z it's Linz oh Linz okay Apparently, uh, this Linz is writing a story, and we're in it. 
Or is this like uh, like a possessed? You had a real out of body experience. Saw things beyond that we are seeing right now. So are, are we talking like, you know, fourth person perspective type deal going on right now? I think it would be third person perspective. There, there is no fourth person. But that's besides the point. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, well, I, I left a, I left a card with my name and the name of my hotel and asked the bellhop to, to give it to Darabandi to have him call me. I, I don't, I don't know if he will, but it was all I could think of. Those, those shotgun men were rushing at me. It seems maybe they're, they're a security I mean, system to keep people out who aren't supposed to be there, perhaps? So was I looking into that other realm when I saw them before, or were they, are they, or do they have the ability to just jump from area to area? Yeah. Ryan, is that Will trying to get your attention? Yes, it is. He's, (laughs) he's bothering his sister. Ah, okay. I, I don't, um, so I don't yeah, know what they at, were. At about this time, um, there were quite a few people who who noticed Hal, uh, you know, brandishing a firearm. So someone went and got a cop. Uh, so there's an NYPD officer who who comes up, um, you know, hand hand on his gun, and and you know says, um, "Excuse me, folks. Everything all right here? Um, have some have some people there who's." think we all take out our badges <laughs> um yeah so so he sees he sees the badges and and instantly relaxes um or i should say somebody somebody make me a, a persuade role uh probably not me oh well, mine's 70 much better than mine all right i'll go for it Three. Not I good. said the chicken. Um, so, so Hal, yeah, are you showing him your U.S. Marshal's badge, or are you showing him the temporary creds from the FBI that you got? I think I'll show him the Marshal badge. That seems like it's okay. Harder to pick. Um, yeah, so so you 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 know show him the badge. Um, he he looks at it and and relaxes. Um, he says, oh, um, oh, oh, all right. Um, is, is everything under control here, deputy? Are you, um, do you need anything? Yes, uh, everything seems to be under control. Uh, I, I thought there was someone that needed pursuit. Um, they ran into an alley over there, but as there's no way out of the alley and no one there, I, I think I must have been mistaken. Um, Sorry to cause any um, any alarm. Oh no, no trouble at all. Um, if uh, I, I I am afraid I'm I'm going to have to report this though. Um, are you are you working a case or are you are you in pursuit of a fugitive? Should should we be cordoning off this block? I I don't think that's necessary. I'm actually on a special assignment with the 
FBI, and I'll take out my second set of credentials and show it to him. Huh. Oh, okay. I think the rest of us will show it as well. Yeah, and, and my associates all do as well. And uh, I believe we have everything under control. Uh, certainly I'll uh, cooperate with anything you need for a report, but I, I believe this was probably all just a big misunderstanding where uh, we've been working some long hours. We're a little on edge. We thought we saw something that I don't think we did. Right. Well, okay. Um, if if it turns out you should need anything, uh, my partner and I are uh, on the beat over there. Um, you just just let us know. Um, Will they be in the area? It's much appreciated, officer. What happened, Akos? Will they be in the area? They'll be in the area. Yes. Um, so he uh, he walks away. Um, if, uh, if he, if he does file a report with your real name in it, um, I, I don't know what you told your supervisors, but you're not working, uh, any active cases right now. So uh, that, that might, well, yeah, no, I, I was gonna say we didn't give it yeah, to him, he, but I guess it was on the badge. He would I have, guess he, he would have uh, made a note of your badge number, um, but that's that's a that's a small concern. That's um, like you you didn't. I could always just say right. He must have wrote or, the number down wrong. You know, must you could you else. could just say, yeah, it, it, it might involve uh, telling telling some uh, tall tales to your supervisors as to why you were uh, brandishing a gun in the middle of Manhattan, but. Um, Nothing you nothing you can't talk your way out of. You didn't you didn't commit any any crimes or felonies or anything like that. Um. Uh. So so yeah. Uh, he only brandished a weapon. You guys are um, on the street across the street from the park um, in in a little a little plaza. Um, like I said, cafe, the light, there's light jazz. Um, we got about 10 minutes before we should wrap things up. So anything you guys would like to do last minute before we close session. Um, and you said, I don't recognize the name JC Lynn's at all, right? Nope. Not at all. Does does anyone else? Yeah, but say, would any of us have seen it? Was it any of any of the building plans or anything, or is it like, um, like a co-author or something? Or do we have to head back to the place and use the internet? Uh, not, not so as you've seen. You, you haven't seen anything so far. Okay. All right. Well, then, uh, before we close out, I would just like to read you guys the story of the Odyssey. It's an epic poem by Homer. Um, I have it here right next to me. I'll, I'll start at page one, and uh, once I get to the end, then we'll we'll close out. Does that sound good for everybody? No, that sounds terrible. Could you read War and Peace instead? Um, I'll have to download it, but yeah, I could do that if you guys want. Oh, yeah. We can wait for you to download it. Make sure you plug in your 56K yeah, sure, modem. Sure, it won't take that long. This is the 90s after all. We have to be right. authentic. <laughs> um, I can't... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Fifty-six k, <laughs> lightning yep. speeds there. 
Um, I can't. I can't think. Do we want to head back to the apartment and end there, and we'll uh, see if we? Because we do have to try to get the play. If we're if we're operating under the assumption that the king in yellow is causing this, and it definitely seems to be related, we need to get the copy of that play. Uh, so we're going to have to head back to the apartment to do that. Yeah, that seems reasonable. All right. Um, so with that, uh, I'll say that that you guys head back uh, back to the apartment um, in in search of the copy of the play that's supposedly started this whole thing. Indeed. Um, and that's where and that's where we will call it. Um, so, uh, if anybody, if anybody failed any skill checks, uh, you can, you can mark off, yeah, you can, you can add one percentile, um, where's the other one? There we go. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. I failed two and I couldn't remember what they were. Do you guys have any uh, questions, comments, suggestions, thoughts? Anything you'd like to see more of or less of? No, I'm uh, I'm quickly going insane. So keep it up, Ryan. Yeah, that is. And I'm genuinely enthralled. So I really want to get to the bottom of this. If you could find a way to work a turkey in, other than that, all right. Um... I'm only nine cent away from my second break, Ryan. So keep it up. <laughs> yep, uh that's uh that's definitely the danger in uh in this yep. in this scenario. Um all right, so in the, in that case, uh we'll we'll find out what happens next week. I don't I don't think the person who wrote this had any intention that this would go like five scenarios, but um you guys are no, you guys are really being us. you guys are being really thorough in like chasing down well, because we know once we go upstairs, we're going to get lost in the the labyrinth of the weird hotel. So, just trying to dot all our I's and cross all our T's before we do yeah, ourselves. Yeah, de- definitely uh, kind of a one way gate, but uh, yeah. Um, all right. So, do we have any last will thoughts before we sign off? Uh, I wish I was on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 